This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen. It's the time of year again when sparkly lights start to fill the streets and the shops get busier and busier. It's often described as the most wonderful time of the year, but for some, the holidays can heighten feelings of sadness and disconnection from others. Our episode today will discuss loneliness and isolation over the holidays and how we can get through it. Joining me today, I have Michael, who's a PGT student studying international business management, and Mary Lee, who is one of our university chaplains. Welcome to you both, and thanks for joining me today. So the winter holidays um, can be something that you might look forward to all year round. It could be your most favourite time, most magical time of the year. Or as we alluded to at the beginning, it might be a time of year that you find a little bit tough. The holidays are often associated with a time to have fun, laugh and be sociable with family and friends. But for some of us, the expectation to be joyful and full of festive spirit can bring anxiety, sadness and even feelings of dread. So just why are the winter holidays the most difficult time of the year for some of us? In my view, I think the winter holidays are the most difficult time because you're in a scenario where you're away from your family for some time. So you find your emotions going up. Maybe you're missing your parents and you're missing the rest of your family. And then if you're trying to adjust to the weather, because the winter season is normally a bit cold compared to all other seasons. You're basically forced to be indoors or to try and find new hobbies that don't really let you go out. One of the things I think in Aberdeen as well is that um, you forget how dark it gets, right? Because it gets dark so early. I think that's... It's dark when you go when you wake up and if you're working it's dark on your way home as well and that's often quite difficult yeah absolutely it's it's horrible it's a really miserable day day to day as well with the rain and it just almost doesn't get dark it doesn't get light sorry like all day just feel it just naturally feels a little bit more a little bit more depressing, I guess, rather than and then summer where your mood might be a little bit more elevated just when you see the sunshine and it's, you know, it's maybe a bit easier to go out for walks, a bit more enjoyable and war- warmer climates. Like the other day I went for a walk after work and I actually couldn't believe how, how cold it was. And I think I like got to the end of my street and I came back and I was like, do you know what? No, it is far too cold. <laughs> Like, I wasn't prepared for it, and I should be. I've lived in Aberdeen my whole life, but, yeah, I wasn't prepared for the temperature. It was very cold, but I I mean, I'm very fortunate, maybe, I have my dog, so I have to go out every morning for a walk, and that normally actually does set me up for the day. I think, actually, working from home has benefits for me at the moment because I'm able to walk him in the light, whereas at this time of year, I'd normally be walking him in the dark. Um, so I'm appreciating getting out and just getting that fresh air in the morning and I do find that really helpful and it sets me up for the day actually because then I'm just in my house at the computer um, so having Riley and making me walk is great but on days like today it's harder because it is grey and actually where I live it was sheet ice so it was actually quite stressful because I think I nearly fell on my behind a couple of times but even still just getting out, getting fresh air doing a little bit of physical activity does raise your mood. 
Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree with that. And I think as well, like how some people can find this time of year quite challenging and quite difficult is that a lot of people, certainly nowadays, potentially come from from um different type of families, joined up families. So they will have maybe their step family and their biological parents are, are not, I guess, not together. And that can make kind of Christmas time quite challenging for people because they have to decide who they're going to spend Christmas with or maybe they spend it with some people that they, they don't know and then that can bring anxiety and it's maybe not enjoyable either. And also I think... Sometimes if, you, if you've lost a loved one clo- close to Christmas, it could be the first time you're experiencing um, the holidays without, without a loved one and, and that in itself brings its own, its own challenges and you might, and depending on like the anniversary or if there is a particular time as well, it, c- it can be challenging every year, like not just the first year as such. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that last point is a is a big one for me personally. Um, we lost my husband's mum just in October, so this is a difficult Christmas because we're obviously still grieving first Christmas. My husband just had his birthday, so it is really it is just gonna be hard. And I guess for all of us, you know, we're not actually gonna probably for many of us spend Christmas with who we would normally anyway. We're having to make a lot of choices. Um, and so for me, I've been working out and, and processing how we will manage and get through these next, you know, Christmas. It was a big deal to the family. And I think, like, at the base, it's like, we actually just have to partly just, we just have to accept that it will be different. You know, we can't change it any more than we can change waking up to a really minging day like today or one of those lovely crisp blue frosty days that I love. We can't control it. We can't change it. So I think... A big part of it is just accepting that it is different and then that way you use up a lot less energy fighting against something that you can't do anything about and um, so that's where I'm at at the moment with it it is gonna be different you know and we'll just get through it how we can um, step by step but yeah uh, I think in, in situations like that managing emotions is really crucial you need to find a way of learning to live with some of the things that happen in our lives that we have no control over. It's not easy, but it takes some time to really get to adjust to such situations. One may need a lot of support and probably uh, mend your relationship with maybe God or whoever you believe in it really comes in handy in such moments. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that this Christmas particularly, there will be a lot of people that will maybe be feeling isolated or lonely that maybe wouldn't normally experience feelings like this over the Christmas holidays. Um, how, how do you think that COVID-19 is going to impact people this Christmas? And I suppose particularly from our students' perspective... Um, COVID-19 is basically going to keep people indoors. There won't be so much activity as there would be during a normal Christmas. Activities like visiting friends or maybe going out to work, to play, stuff like that will be cut down. 
and then given that there is that assumption that it spreads faster during the cold weather so most of the people end up being indoors most of the time i have a um my son is 20 over christmas so he's like feeling it and and what he's really missing and i think it's the impact of covid is just the fun of going out with friends like just going to the pub or just like he would have people over just to play the xbox or whatever um he's still able to go to the gym and he's still working and stuff but it's that social interaction that's the biggest thing and i think the biggest impact um because you know it's great and they're you know zoom and all the rest of it mean that we can keep in touch and I've actually found it quite positive. I've, I've got together with my friends from school much more than I would have before. We would normally just have had one weekend away once a year, but we've been meeting regularly on Zoom, which is great. So in some ways, there's actually been more connection, but there's nothing like that physical connection, you know, and actually being with somebody. Um, so yeah, that, that's for me, and certainly speaking to my kids and, and other people, students who I've spoken to, it's that physical just being with people that's the, the hardest thing that we're missing. Yeah, I think as well, being physically with people do, does lift your mood as well. Like if you're maybe not, I know there's been times where, you know, you go up and you go out and you meet your friends and like I maybe can't be bothered to like get ready and like do my hair and, and makeup. I, I feel like it's such an effort to, to do that sometimes and you just maybe can't really be bothered. But once you get there, you always have an enjoyable time and you always come home feeling so glad that you did make the effort to do your hair and makeup and, you know, go out and, and meet your friends. Whereas this year we don't we don't really ha have that numbers are very are very strict on, on who we can meet and there are going to be no christmas parties as such and like you say that they zoom or doing stuff virtually there's that de there is definitely the, the pros and cons to it uh, absolutely it can be really challenging i think a lot of people spend a lot of time on a screen whether they're studying or, or they're working and it's also important to have that break from screen time because that can be quite stressful as well. Although you're you're you know connecting, connecting with people, it's also important to look after yourself and take time for yourself. And I suppose what I'm trying to say is that it is okay to say no sometimes to people that no, I I don't really want to have like a a Zoom call or something, but just to let people know that like that you're okay but you just need some time for yourself and then it's also okay to change your mind like then be like oh actually yeah I, I would be keen to do that I suppose yeah. it's really important um just to like wa watch after our friends and understand potentially maybe why someone doesn't enjoy this time of year particularly and once we understand maybe why they don't enjoy it we can support them better and always just being welcoming and if people you know turn down invitations to zoom calls or or whatnot can still continue to invite them because you, you never know when when they might change their mind not just say oh well they wouldn't come anyway because you sometimes don't know the battles that other people are facing and then that's only going to lead to people feeling more lonely or isolated if they aren't inc included in things at least if you're included and you have you have the option then in that in itself will help you to feel a little bit less 
a little bit less lonely you know you've been thought about by your friends and that can go a long way i think uh, during this time it's okay to say no but however on a positive note uh you can draw back and get to actually think about your life think about life after covid is you can start planning your life now that you have some time alone and time to actually think through various issues and think through various decisions that you may want to make in the future yeah and i think it's you know that whole social thing and and the kind of christmas time parties that we have that we just can't have you know maybe it's trying to think of it slightly differently and and embracing the opportunity to have a bit more quiet maybe take a new hobby, I don't know, a bit more reading, you know, but rather than fight it, try and, and embrace them. I have a friend and she realised that she was taking like, you know, well, she actually added up all the number of hours that she was online and on her phone and has committed to read some books instead and put some of that time that she was kind of mindlessly sitting on her phone doing some reading. So there are some positive things like that that we can do um, and just try and embrace it watch a really good movie that we haven't watched for ages or movies that make us feel good you know just those little things and just enjoy the fact that we're inside and cozy up with a hot chocolate or, or whatever that is yeah I find it um really interesting that you say Michael as well like like planning ahead it's so important to have stuff to look forward to and to help maintain that positive mindset and even like even planning ahead over the holidays just over the duration of the holidays even if you're, you know, thinking Monday I'll, you know, I'll connect with my friend from school, Tuesday I'll connect with my mum, even just having the, the plan to stay connected with some people will, each each day will help feel help you feel connected and less isolated and we all might be feeling isolated but also the person that you reach out to, they're potentially feeling isolated as well and even just getting like a quick message or thinking of you, how are you, can really brighten up your day but also brighten up their day so to together I think if people are looking out for each other we can get through this difficult uh, win- winter break by just re- reaching out to each other and I think that that's the most important thing and that has a lot of like the power behind that is is really effective and it'll have a knock-on yeah. effect if someone's got a message out of the blue has made made them feel happy they might be inclined to then also send someone else a message so people are not feeling hopefully uh, as isolated yeah I was listening to a book by um was it Maya Angelou and she said the you know be a rainbow in somebody's cloud and it's that that thing that you're talking about yeah oh that's really cool I've not heard of that analogy before but that's yeah that's really really nice it's a really good way to look at it so have you, have you guys got any tips at all on staying connected or managing feelings of isolation and loneliness that you've experienced yourself or maybe that others have and it's been helpful for them? I think in my perspective, uh, in, engaging in physical activity, someone you can take on jogging, you can go to the gym. Uh, eating healthy is also crucial because there's a direct relationship between the food we take in and our emotions and balancing out the body hormones and all that. Yeah, you should also be more outgoing. 
uh, with like your flatmates and stuff like that. Don't be afraid to start up a conversation. Get to know them. They get to know you. It lightens up the mood. Those were three of the things I was going to say, you know, don't underestimate things like sleep and the impact that lack of sleep. Um, this time of year, it's easy to kind of almost semi-hibernate. Um, so keeping kind of good sleeping routines is good and the exercise and eating healthy. Yeah, they have a massive, massive impact. And then I think we've already talked about the, the staying connected um, and just reaching out to people as well. And although we need to take time for ourselves, we do also need to keep that connection going too. Yeah, I, I know um, certainly when I was younger, when I was on holidays from like, uni or school, that sometimes I would turn like night into day and that's really difficult with staying connected with the people as well, that, you know, you're doing everything in the evening, whereas other people are, are in bed and it's so, it's so important to keep, to keep that sleep routine. And it might sound silly as well, like you say, Michael, about the food you eat, but it, 100% it is it's so important to to look after our well-being in that way because it all has a direct effect and correlation on on how we how we feel mentally and how we can focus our days as well yeah and I think that focus of your days like just I think you talked earlier on about planning but setting like a small goal for a day is really good because the sense of achievement you get from doing it is brilliant and that could just be as simple as actually getting out your bed and getting dressed and not spending the day in your PJs and that's a great achievement. So recognising those small things that you've achieved and um, maybe even if it's, you know, you can treat yourself for that and, you know, give yourself a pat on the back, whether that's a, a treat after a kind of good walk or whatever it is. Um, yeah, just small goals and recognising that you've achieved something is helpful to you. Yeah, hundred percent. I I find that so important. There's been days um in the pa- the past few months where you just feel like everything gets on top of you, and you're you're maybe not um being the most productive with with your work or or your coursework. But I I try and get out every day to to the gym or for a run, and at least if I do that, I feel like I've achieved something for the day. I feel like I haven't just sat down inside all day and done nothing. And it's had such a, a good effect on how I'm like how I've perceived myself in in these current times that I have still managed to achieve small goals. And if if you can't achieve that that small small goal, think of something that you that you can can achieve. I suppose that's key in in making it achievable. Um, don't ha- you don't have to commit to. I'll clean my whole house top to bottom and, you know, I'll sort through my clothes. Maybe throughout the whole of the holidays, that might be your goal. But each day having, yeah, that small goal, even if it's like sorting out one of your wardrobes or one drawer or something like that, it makes you feel, like you say, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, you feel like you've achieved something. Yeah, I feel that is definitely key in keeping up our keeping up our spirits and I wonder if there's anything else that we can maybe offer in terms of advice to any listeners who maybe are not getting home for for Christmas they're going to be stuck they're going to be stuck in Aberdeen they're quite far away from home potentially time differences as well is there anything that we're aware of that's happening within the university or in general within Aberdeen that's happening over the festive period to keep our students connected and not feeling so alone 
I think like during this time, uh, students can engage in self-education. It's very crucial. Pick up articles from various places, from magazines, watch documentaries. Just keep yourself busy. Amass enough knowledge as you can from various aspects. It broadens your understanding and, and also makes you feel good about yourself, makes you comfortable. You can start a conversation with anyone in any field, in whichever course without having to hold back, at least you have a perspective or a view about something in their field. So you can use this time to self-educate and amass some knowledge outside of what you're actually studying. And I think, it, you know, it's, it's really difficult, but for the, for the being isolated, we do have um, things like Zoom and all the rest of it. So taking advantage of that um, might have to limit it if it gets too much, but take advantage of that. And there are going to be others who are going to be students who will be in and around Aberdeen. So, you know, you can meet for a socially distanced walk, um, you know, when you get, you know, that connection and that bit of fresh air as well. And I know that the university have some things going on and events and activities over the winter period as well, which Rebecca, you'll be much better placed to tell everybody about than I am. <laughs> yeah, there is various things that are that are happening happening over the holidays. We'll be able to share the the links in the comments section of, of the podcast, so you'll be able to um sign up for things. We've also developed a a wellbeing toolkit here within the wellbeing team which has various um, top tips based around uh, SAMH, five ways to well-being on things you can do to keep yourself connected and feeling less less isolated, looking after your well-being over, over the holidays and throughout the rest of the winter. And within that document, there's also links to internal and external support services and opening hours and their availability to help and support over the holidays, if you do need someone to speak to, there still there will be people at the other end of the phone. So don't be afraid to reach out to family and friends or support services. I mean that that's what they're there for. They're there to they're there to listen and help ease any feelings of anxiety or sadness that you might have. So I'll definitely share the links to the toolkit in the comments of the podcast here. And I guess I would just like to say thank you to you guys for, for joining today. It's been great chatting with you and having having your input and sharing your experiences with our listeners. Yeah, so so thank you so much. And to our listeners, thanks for thanks for tuning in and I hope hope you've enjoyed the episode. Please do take care of yourself over the holidays and I will speak to you all after. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.